You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello and welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, founder and CEO of B. Carroll Events, and I am so excited to be with you today as we dive into all things Epic. Here, EPIC stands for Experiences with Purpose, Impact, and Community, and that is what we're going to be diving into today. Now listen, I might be on my on my soapbox a little bit. I know I've been talking about being on my soapbox here recently, but because these are important issues, these are things and mistakes that I commonly see event hosts make, and I don't want you to fall into these same traps, okay? So we're going to dive into pricing today as it relates to the price of admission, okay? So if if this is your first time here, welcome, welcome. This is a safe space, but I'm gonna ensure that if you are returning and continuing to listen to the episodes here on the Epic Event Podcast, that you have the tools that you need to not just host an event, right? Not just be encouraged to do so, but that you can do so and thrive in your business by taking the advice and taking the tips that are shared here so that you will want to continue to leverage the power events in your business. So that's that's my goal. So if I get a little excited and passionate about some of these topics, that is why. I really want you to see you win with events. I'll say that again. I really want to see you win with events. One of the ways you win with events is pricing your tickets appropriately. Guys, I don't know how many people I've heard talk about events and the first thing they say is, you know what? I think charging people a hundred dollars is that feels good. I think like that's that's what I that's just what I want to charge. Or they'll they'll think about a retreat and they're just like, yeah, I think I think two thousand dollars just that sounds good. That that I I would I would pay two thousand dollars. So that that's what I want to price this particular experience at. And let me just stop you. If you have done that, or if you're currently do that, doing that for an event that you're planning, stop. You are doing it backwards. That is not how we determine the price of admission. And this is also really important for you to lean in and, and, and understand and hear from my heart. This is why events tend to not be profitable. This is why events tend to feel like such a burden, right? It doesn't feel like you are accomplishing the thing that you are setting out to do. And the reason is because you are not determining your per person cost, which should be the the, the um, factor that helps you determine what your price of admission is. And the way that we get to our per person cost, I'll break that down um, for you, but you need to know your other costs to determine what your per person costs are. So let's let's walk through an example and I'm not gonna um, give you figures because that might make some of your head spin just a little bit, but I'll go through some of the areas and things that you want to have in your budget 
And um, we probably have talked more in depth about a budget in another episode. But the the reason why I want to just kind of give a, a, a general overview here is so you can understand what goes into the decision making process of your price of admission. So let's say you are looking at your budget that you are drafting and you want to have a retreat, for example. Well, you need to determine the costs of hosting the retreat first. So that may be your venue, that may be your food and beverage um, amounts to include the taxes, gratuities, and fees. That may look like your excursions or any activities that you may want to offer. That may look like any gifting that you hope to do. That may look like um, any speakers or, or, or anybody else that you may have coming to the event. Not just their speaker fee, but is there a cost associated with having them there? Are you accommodating and paying for their travel? Um, are you paying for their stay? All of these components are factored into you building out this experience for your retreat. On top of that, the additional cost that you have that should be factored into your budget is are you bringing any team to support you in executing that retreat? Well, their travel and accommodations and meals and even the rate maybe that you're um, giving them to help for the retreat needs to be factored into your budget. Your fees Um, Do you have a fee that is associated with hosting this retreat? Your travel, your accommodations, right? That should all be factored in. Um, You definitely want to capture um, what is going on at this retreat. So do you, have you budgeted for photo and video? Is this a local person? Do they have a travel cost associated? If they're, if they're local or not local, they may still have a, a fee associated with that. Does your location Um, allow you to have um, vendors on site? Do they have a fee associated with bringing outside vendors? Um, All of these components are things that you are going to want to have in your budget. And I can continue. There's more. Like, are you getting some support with promoting your event? The dollars that you spend towards ads or a graphic designer or a social media manager, all of these things are elements that helps you build to your budget and last but not least i'll cap it here contingency you absolutely should have contingency factored into your overall budget now i just ran down a whole list of different things to consider as you build out your budget for this hypothetical retreat right once you have that figure what you also want to think about is the number of people that you desire to have at this event. And the way that I like to do it is, um, let's say you want to have, and your your dream number for this particular retreat is 50. You wanna have 50 people at this event, right? So wonderful. You are going to take that whole total of all of the things that I just described from your venue to your team expenses, to your promotional expenses, to contingency and all of that. You're going to add that up to a total and you are going to divide that by those 50 people, that number of attendees that you would like to have. And that is how you find 
a per person cost. One of the things that I like to do though, is to say, what if we only get half? So that full total that you ran, divide it by 25. What is your per person cost if only 25 people said yes to your event? What is that per person cost? And then if you had a little bit over, let's say you had like 60 people, because if you, if it became really, really popular and you had the space to have a couple more people there, let's see what, what is your per person cost with 60 people there? Knowing what these different per person costs are important so that you can make informed decision on what makes sense in your overall plan as you're budgeting for these items. Because what you may find out is that when you look at your costs um, divided by half of the number of attendees, that you might want to adjust the budget and bring some of those figures down, right? If you look at your cost divided your with your ideal 50 people, you might say, hey, this is actually lower than I thought. Um, maybe I could add some, some of those exciting things in there that I didn't originally plan to do. Knowing the per person cost, one helps you make an informed decision, but it's also what you should be making your price of admission. And oftentimes one of the, the it depends on the type of event, but if you can, I would double your per person cost to give you your price of admission. Double your per person cost to give you your price of admission. If you're not, if you're like Brie, that is not likely for me to, to double it, then ensure that you are comfortable with the margin that you create for your profit. Okay, so maybe that's you found out what your per person cost is and you are okay with a per person profit of $100, just making up figures. But you need to have that reality check moment to really understand what the per person costs are before you determine what the price of admission is. Now, here's one thing that I, I did not add into this equation that will help you, but that's sponsorship dollars. So, because yes, you can um, offer a lower rate if you are looking at a specific type of sponsorship strategy. But for now, let us, let us just think about it in the most simplest way of ensuring that all of your costs, all of your fees, taxes, gratuities, contingency, all of that has already been factored in and taking into consideration, divided by the number of people that you hope to have in the room to determine that price of admission. That's an easy way for you to kind of think through how you should price your tickets. And I hope that it empowers you to look at those feelings of, I just want to charge this much in a different way. Know your numbers, know how much and how many people are needed to cover that, that bottom line cost and then price your admission accordingly. That is all for today's episode. I hope that this was informative and it helps you as your, you plan your next 
epic event. Everyone have an epic day. If you are a change agent, movement maker, guess what? We want to help you create those spaces to make big impact. You don't have to have a huge following or budget to make a difference. And now with the epic blueprint shop on Etsy, we are sharing our favorite templates to help you plan and promote your next event. Check us out at bcarolevents.etsy.com so that you can get your epic blueprints for small businesses today. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www.bcarolevents.com slash podcast.